We are now going. All right. Um. So this is gonna be a little bit of post production. Um. This is going to be the introduction to uh, an episode I recorded uh, a little while ago, let's say. Um, unfortunately, uh, the audio for that episode didn't quite turn out as well as I was hoping. Um, I, th- I, I was recording it in the car and... Uh, I'm still gonna I'm still gonna put this episode out, but I just wanna preface um uh, excuse me. Um you know, the audio difference because you you'll be able to uh notice the difference. So it's a little more echoey than um you know, normal or ideal, but um you know, either way, um because uh I had I had some issues with uh the music and uh anchor you know having um a a few issues here and there so uh without further ado i'm gonna go ahead and get into the intro song here oh what episode number is this even i really wish i should have looked at that wow um oh yeah okay i'm really i'm really sorry guys and gals uh so this is episode uh 14 it is entitled mistakes and i i basically just talked um you know about about mistakes and uh things of that nature so yeah without further ado here is the allman brothers band with midnight rider i'll come back at you guys at the uh end for the outro song
All right. I hope you enjoy the episode. <laughs> All right. Bedcast number 14. This one is going to be a bit of an experiment. Uh, we're coming at you live from the mobile podcast studio. Pods on wheels, if you will. Um, this one's going to be all about uh, mistakes. This is going to be a re-recording of the episode 14. I started recording the other night. Um, I'm not sure if I can salvage the audio from that or not. Or, uh, if it's, you know, lost to the ether, um, because of the way I'm doing this, I'm not gonna sit here and be able to listen to the, uh, intro and outro, um, with Anchor, I had to disable, uh, listener support to be able to add in, in post, um, the intro and outro songs, but I believe the intro, uh, for this is gonna be, um, Oh, I forget the name of it already. Wow, I'm not sure. Obviously, I'll, I'll list them in the uh, the show notes or description, whatever it's called on whichever platform you uh, listen. Um, I hope I'm actually getting picked up loud enough. You know, that's my that's my biggest worry right now. I'm not sure of the uh, audio quality, but. Um, you know, it's an experiment, so if I have to redo this episode for the third time, I guess I can. But, um, you know, hopefully not. Hopefully this sounds good enough. It Hopefully it's not too, too echoey in here. Uh, it is, I mean, it, it sounds a little echoey to me, even just sitting in here. But, um, you know, it, it's, uh, we'll see what it sounds like. But anyways, back to the topic at hand, um... This one's all about mistakes, and um, I'm sure there are people out there who can claim, you know, they've never made a mistake, um, but I, I don't think that that's um, actually possible. You know, even from a young age when we just don't know any better, mistakes are ever-present. They're an always uh, ever-looming idea. And as we get older and later in life, that ever-looming idea can start to, you know, bring out other ideas, such as anxieties, uh, depressions, anger, you know, the whole, the whole spectrum. You know, sometimes there are happy accidents, you know, sometimes, um, you know, that's a favorite saying of Bob Ross, the, uh, famous painter, um, if you don't know who Bob Ross is, definitely suggest you go Google him, watch some of his, uh, his stuff. Uh, definitely worth giving your money to his causes, because he's just such a, a calming figure in my mind. But, you know, um, most people would probably, you know, disagree that uh, accidents aren't always happy. You know, there are uh, a lot of unfortunate accidents, and there are a lot of accidents that are just totally out of our hands and uh, unpreventable, you know, if you will. But, um, you know, it's important that we think of these accidents or mistakes. I started, you know, referring to accidents because um, 
you know, those are out of our control. Sometimes, you know, mistakes uh, can be accidents, but sometimes they are, you know, within our control, within our intentions. And sometimes we do something that we later come to regret, you know, and I, I believe we already talked about regrets, but if not, I'll circle back to that in a uh, future episode or expand upon it. But, you know, mistakes in my mind, uh, should always be a learning experience, you know, otherwise, uh, if you sit and ruminate, or I guess think about them too much and for too long, then, you know, that's when a lot of those, um, feelings of negativity and anxiety and self-doubt start to creep in. Self-doubt episode three, I believe, unless that was purpose. Now purpose was episode one. Um, but yeah, so, you know, if if you make a mistake, it's okay. It's perfectly natural. It's human. It's what separates us, I think, from, um, you know, the artificial intelligence that we're creating. You know, and obviously even uh, AI and computers can make mistakes, you know. Usually it's because of uh, human input error. But, you know, that inherently shows that mistakes are human because... Through trial and error, we have to figure out the best possible action or outcome for a given problem or a given scenario. And these mistakes help us in the future to either, you know, avoid them or at least take something from this experience. And even if you can't learn something... Um, it's still helpful to at least reflect on the situation from a, uh, ob from, a, from an objective standpoint, you know, try not to use too much emotional language when you do reflect on your mistakes, you know, try not to beat yourself up too much and say, oh, I'm a dumb, dumb person because I made this mistake, or oh, I'm a dumb, dumb person because I made this mistake again, you know, even if you're constantly making this mistake over and over, you know, there's still something to be learned there, either about your actions or your, you know, other behaviors, or maybe it's a pattern of behaviors, but, you know, there's still plenty to be gained from um, what you're doing every day, you know, it's, it's, it's helpful to keep a thought journal, maybe, or keep a record of, you know, your, uh, comings and goings, maybe keep it, you know, on paper if you're, uh, privacy-minded, you don't want to keep your journal or diary or whatever you want to call it in the cloud, unless that's, you know, a better option for you because you've got, uh, too much clutter around, maybe. You don't want to add another source of, uh, anxiety to your physical overload or the, the physical, you know, stress of having too much paper clutter around you, but, um, you know, through time, as you look maybe back on previous entries or past days, you know, you can look back and say, oh, you know, this is how I've changed since then, this is how I've grown since then, and if you take a step back, really, to analyze these uh, thoughts and feelings, you know, with a little bit of distance between yourself and that moment, then you can really see, oh, okay, you know, this this was a mistake, 
in the moment, it gave me a lot of grief. It gave me a lot of anxiety, a lot of negative feelings. But, you know, I've taken some time to step away from it. I've gotten some perspective. And perspective is something we talked about already. Um, it's a very, very tricky, you know, phenomenon to nail down. But uh, if you create some distance from yourself and give yourself some time to think about it, in a non-judgmental way, in a way that you are understanding of yourself and the struggles that you're dealing with, then that's obviously going to create a better outcome for you uh, in your head, at least mentally, uh, give your brain a bit of a breather with dealing with this because there are certain people out there who they make a mistake and it's all they can think about. It's all they can attach themselves to their thought patterns and that just takes over them and it, it engulfs them in a a lake or an ocean you know this is a metaphor a lake or ocean of that anxiety of that self-doubt that you know uh can create self-worth issues even and then for people who struggle with for example adhd uh, or on, you know, that sort of, uh, brain wavelength, um, uh, I don't want to call it a spectrum because it's not necessarily a part of the autism spectrum. It's, uh, it, they, they can co-occur, but, you know, people that, uh, whose brains happen to work like that, their brain chemistry, uh, they also sometimes have a condition called, uh, RSD or rejection sensitivity dysphoria. And what this means is that even a perceived um, sense of rejection can create these, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know the word here, these, uh, um, these feelings, you know, of anxiety, of rejection that are greater than, you know, what they actually maybe should be feeling in the moment. Um, perhaps they made a mistake and someone gives them an off signal or something out of the norm, and they take this as, oh, this person hates me now. This person does not want to be my friend anymore. They don't want to associate me. But it could have been something as uh, small as them, perhaps maybe not smiling back at you or them um, after you greet them, you know, warmly. Maybe they, you say, oh, good morning, how are you? And they say, ah, you know whatever, or, hey, I'm not in the mood to talk. And this could, for someone with RSD, create even heightened, there we go, a heightened sense of anxiety or, you know, if they spend enough time thinking about it and ruminating over how this interaction went or whatever, um, then uh, it can, you know, heighten those feelings of self uh or a lack of self-worth, those feelings of anxiety, depression, um, or, you know, if, and if it goes long enough, it can spiral someone into, say, a panic attack or an anxiety attack, which are slightly different, but, you know, can share the same symptoms, but I just want to differentiate because they're not necessarily the same thing, even though anxiety usually causes both of them. Um, yeah, you know, 
the mistakes are something that we can look at time and time again through different lenses, different perspectives, you know, against different amounts of time. And we're going to have maybe different internal outcomes, right? Um, in the moment, it's going to be hard to separate us potentially from our feelings in the situation because, you know, we know that we um, didn't get the outcome that we wanted, you know, or maybe um, things just, you know, they didn't work out the way we intended or the way that we'd hoped. And with that, depending on where you're at, you know, in your uh, emotional and mental health journey, or um, whatever you'd like to call it, you know, your personal pilgrimage to a better understanding of yourself and the world around you, and, you know, how it relates to you and those around you, um, you will have different experiences, different outcomes, and the way that you reflect upon these and act on these outcomes is really, you know, what determines your progress forward. And so mistakes, if we look at them as a purely learning experience and something that we can gain something out of instead of um, looking at them as something bad or something that we need to ruminate over and create more of these negative feelings, then we can start to, or, you know, continue forward in this positive light and these more positive emotions, you know, um, like I, I'll go back to the happy accidents or happy, you know, mistakes. Maybe you, um, maybe you write the wrong address on a postcard that is meant for a dear friend and the person who gets it, maybe they're going through a really hard time. You know, your friend, they'll surely understand when you call them and say, Hey, did you ever get my postcard? And they say, no, I never got it. You know, maybe it got lost in the mail or something. And you guys um, have a brief conversation and are able to, you know, catch up and reminisce about some, some good times that you've had or some shared experiences. And this conversation might not have even come about had you actually put the right address on the envelope or the postcard or, you know, whatever you're mailing them. But um, from this also could come the unintentional side effect of the person who did get it, they're going through a rough time, and then they decide to reach out to you in return. You know, you have your return address, so they mail you a postcard back and say, hey, I don't know you, I don't think this was meant for me, my name's not whatever you, whomever you mailed it to, but it found me in a time where I really needed, you know, some positivity and some encouragement. And so this could be a happy mistake, you know, a happy accident, um, because you, not every mistake or accident has to have those, you know, uh, bleak, dire consequences, those feelings of negativity and uh, sadness or anger or whatever, you know, bad um, thing that you're associating it with. You know, um, so I really think that these can be a powerful tool for learning and self-growth 
self-growth, but also self-exploration. Because if we look at ourselves, you know, from a third-party, objective, purely factual, no emotional, no emotions attached perspective, then we can say, we can see, oh, this is how I deal with mistakes. This is how I deal with rejection or the perceived notion of rejection and say, okay, so I start to feel bad or I start to feel this or that. And then if we dissect our cycle of emotions or um, our thought patterns, we can then maybe take a moment and pause in that moment to reflect in the future and say, okay, this didn't turn out how I thought it would. This isn't making me happy, but there's no need to stay here in this place of dread, this place of anxiety, this place of negativity. And then we can instead move or shift our focus towards that place of enlightened thinking, if you will, or a more uh, actualized version of ourselves that we want to, you know, one day aspire to. And we can really bring out the positive thoughts and emotions from these experiences. And, you know, we, it's not all just about creating these positive emotions. There are, you know, we do need to experience the full spectrum and the full range of emotions. But we don't need to endlessly put ourselves in that place where we're only experiencing these negative emotions and only uh, ruminating on these bad experiences. You know, there's there's room to grow in dealing with our negative uh, mistakes, but you know, it's not the only place we should be living. We've got so many thoughts and so many options out there to explore that to really get a true grasp of ourselves, you know, we have to, uh, you know, recount our past experiences. So that's why, you know, the, the journaling or diary entries can help because, you know, maybe you forget how you felt, you know, two days ago, or maybe you're, maybe you're in a slump right now. You're on day three out of five of a uh, depressive episode, and you think, oh man, this is the longest I've ever felt this down. This is horrible. I'm never going to get out of this. But if you go back and look at, you know, say previous entries, you'll say, oh, well, once I went for nine days, so this isn't the worst. It's not the end of the world. And even that can bring you some momentary relief, maybe, you know, from what you're presently experiencing. And that's, that's the biggest thing, you know, all of a sometime, you know, usually, well, I'll just speak from past experience or, you know, personal experience. In the moment of a mistake, I um, don't always take the proper amount of time to reflect and think about the feelings I'm going through in that very moment. You know, usually it's, um, um, depending on the mistake or accident, whatever happens, you know, there's sometimes there are a lot of negative feelings that come with them. You know, sometimes there's, um, you know, even disappointment in myself. So, you know, disappointment is a, a strong, strong word. It's got a very strong connotation to it. 
or uh, an emotional feeling. You know, there's connotation versus denotation. And the trick that I was taught was denotation, the, think of the D for dictionary. So the denotation of a word is the dictionary meaning of a word or its literal meaning, whereas connotation is the emotional feeling or emotional weight behind a word. But if someone is mad at you or someone is angry, you know, that's that obviously conjures up a lot of feelings. But if someone says that they are disappointed, well, that uh, to some people will bring up even stronger feelings or they would, you know, rather someone be uh, mad at them than disappointed because. Um, disappointment, you know, that, that signifies a failure to, you know, meet some kind of expectation or, um, you know, the, uh, the outcome of this, uh, experience isn't what they had in mind. And so now they're left with this feeling of perhaps resentment or, um, maybe it's a dead you know, maybe you're uh, losing a little bit of trust with the person or something because of whatever mistake or accident happened. But I think that this this feeling of resentment and kind of um, pushing away is really the root cause of, you know, why uh, disappointment feels so much harsher than anger. Because anger uh, and that conflict is very, very momentary. And it's very, uh, it's very, you know, time oriented, but it's more so in this exact, or not exact, but in this certain situation that you have yourself in, whereas disappointment can span a longer time, maybe, you know, if someone's disappointed, it might take them longer to get over something than if they were just simply angry about something. Not that this is necessarily true, because obviously anger can simmer for a long time, but, um, you know, it's, it's just something to think about, something to ponder over, and that's really what we want to get to the base of, just ponder on our emotions and our thoughts, and I was going to say and feelings, but I think emotions and feelings, well... I can't even necessarily say that because there are thoughts that aren't necessarily um, connected to specific emotions, and sometimes our thoughts can express maybe more complicated emotions than we're even able to uh, verbally express in our languages. So I think that um, maybe thoughts and feelings, or feelings and emotions, that's what I was thinking of. Feelings and emotions um, don't necessarily have to be the same thing, but I, I think they are synonymous, at least, or they mean almost the same thing. But, um, yeah, so disappointment can really affect someone who, say, also struggles with the RSD that we mentioned earlier, uh, on top of potentially ADHD or uh, someone with severe anxiety, you know, if... Um, you think that you really messed up some kind of social interaction and you're like, oh man, I really, I made a mistake. I, um, let's say, um, we use the, 
um, Spanish or German as an example, you refer to someone in the informal case instead of the formal version. So, you know, you're referring to them as a peer, whereas you're talking to someone who is, say, a professor or a doctor or someone you highly revere or respect. But, um, you know, you know at some level that you should have known better, but you don't want to beat yourself up over something maybe this small. And this could be an example, you know, of um, starting to, to get to that path of not beating yourself up over every little mistake because, you know, when you do, you create that cycle of negative thought patterns and then that's what uh, we are trying to avoid. You know, obviously, we, like I said, we need to experience negative emotions, negative thoughts sometimes if they are going to serve us a purpose, you know, and that purpose could be, um, you know, maybe we are grieving the loss of a loved one or um, of close friend, family member, even a pet, you know, those negative uh, emotions can help us deal with what we're feeling through this loss, but um, negative emotions about ourselves don't necessarily serve us a purpose, you know? Um, if we, you know, start to feel less confident in our abilities because we are in a cycle of self-doubt, depression, anxiety, whatever specific emotion it may be, um, then these uh, feelings are less constructive or less beneficial to us than the negative feelings of, that we're feeling when we're going through grief. So, huh, sorry, um, just hit a snag in the uh, metaphorical and physical road here. But yeah, I, I don't know how much more per se, I really have to say about mistakes. I think that, you know, we should really look at them as a, um, a moment to step back, look at ourselves, and, you know, learn more about ourselves so that the next time something comes up where we maybe feel, um, a little down or bad about ourselves, we can think, oh, I've been here before, you know, I made a silly mistake, it's not the end of the world, and you don't have to sit and ruminate on these thoughts. You don't have to keep thinking about, you know, whatever is bouncing around your mind. You can let the thought go. And I guess that's also... Um, sort of borderlines on getting into the practice of meditation where, you know, um, you're going to stop being able to focus on whatever you've chosen to focus on in that moment. Um, and, uh, at least I don't know, uh, a whole lot about meditation. I've not gotten into it myself. My, um, practice has been primarily with yoga and, um, you know, the thoughts and feelings that come with that, 
um, and the, the, the inner peace that, you know, that brings me. But, um, from what I understand recently, my, uh, very, very brief research into meditation is that, um, with the method at least that I've, um, researched, um, you focus on your breath and you want to listen to the sound of your breathing and you really want to focus on wherever you feel your breath coming from, whether it be your nose, your mouth, your chest, your stomach, you just, you close your eyes and you focus on that point and you just let yourself breathe and you, uh, just focus on that. And obviously your mind will start to think of ideas because this is, this is very counterintuitive to our minds to not, um, constantly be thinking about new ideas, new things. And so when you find your, your mind start to wander, that's when you, uh, then, okay, you realize that you've broken your focus. So now you go back to thinking about, um, you know, whatever spot you were focusing on. And then you just keep repeating this and eventually longer. It's, it's kind of like a muscle you build up. Eventually you'll be able to keep your focus on this spot, on your breath, or maybe you've created a space inside your mind where you can practice this meditation, you know? So maybe you're visualizing an open field that you're sitting in and you can focus on this place or the place of your breath or whatever, whatever it is you're focusing on for longer amounts of time. And that, I think that process can help us with, um, you know, obviously you're going to fail in that process. And I think that that repeated failing, um, can help us come to terms better with, um, you know, our mistakes and our own shortcomings in life, generally speaking. So I think that, um, you know, for everyone, obviously, that can be a beneficial practice or something to incorporate into your life. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, there's something that can be used as a teaching experience or teaching device and they're not something yeah I'm talking about mistakes again I realize I got kind of off topic and was talking about um, meditation there for a bit I, I believe that that method I'm referring to is called transcendental meditation and um, you know I believe that that is how it works but I'm not certain. Because, um, again, you know, I haven't practiced a ton or really any uh, meditation. But, you know, I've, I've recently started looking into the idea of it and kind of, um, you know, I'm trying to explore more, more resources, you know, just more things to help me and also... Um, that I can help others with, you know, possibly. So if I, if I dive into these ideas and learn about them, I'll be able to share them with others and then also help educate others on them. And I guess that's kind of what this whole, um, 
podcast is about. You know, I talk about things that are important to me or ideas that I want to get across to others and help others uh, escape the escape themselves. You know, because we are not the most objective observers of ourselves, especially people with ADHD or other underlying um, mental health conditions, or, um, you know, maybe um, a new term I really liked, and I don't know if I mentioned this in a previous episode or not, was uh, brain illness or brain health, because, you know, the mental aspect is invisible to us, whereas the brain is a tangible thing. We understand what the brain is. We can see it. We can... Um, you know, once, um, or if someone has to undergo brain surgery, we can, you know, open someone's skull and look inside and look at their brain. Or after someone dies, we can, uh, perform an autopsy and even weigh the brain or possibly dissect, dissect the brain and look for signs of say, uh, Alzheimer's or CTE, which, uh, I, I, CTE is basically something that you can develop from repeated, uh, concussions or blunt force trauma to the head. And, um, I, I don't know the full name of it, but it's, um, you know, a brain, uh, illness or brain, I don't know what to call that because that's different from, you know, the mental health spectrum, but, um, It's, you know, it's definitely something that's brain health related, and I think that if we uh, change the, the talk of depression, anxiety, um, maybe obsessive compulsive disorder, uh, PTSD, all these different things from the mental health to brain health, um, then we might be able to get more uh, clear and concise conversations going about it you know um but yeah i think i think that's gonna wrap it up for this one this is probably the longest of me just rambling i'm going about 35 ish minutes almost um yeah so the intro and outro songs i'm gonna put those in in post i believe allman brothers band was gonna be the intro and as for the outro i can't remember right now because i already uh, set these up in my playlist I put on Spotify, um, and I can link the, um, the playlist I made, which is gonna have all of, um, the, well, all the music available on Spotify from the previous episodes, and maybe some upcoming episodes, if I happen to really want to include a specific song, you know, in a future episode, but, you know, in past episodes, I've tried to avoid the whole copyright, um, infringement thing on YouTube, and I've included my own music that I've made on, uh, well, I published it on SoundCloud, but it itself uses samples from copyrighted works I don't own the copyright to. Oops. Um, so those themselves even are technically copywritten, but the YouTube algorithm doesn't necessarily pick up on those, 
because all of the samples themselves are usually 30 seconds or shorter, or because they're layered on to the other tracks I'm creating. So, you know, those I'm not going to be able to put on Spotify, but if you um, are able to find my SoundCloud, SoundCloud link in one of the previous episodes where I used, you know, one of those songs um, or tracks, whatever you want to call it, because it's not necessarily music that we're generally accustomed to. It's a little, you know, more out there. Um, then, you know, feel free to give it a listen. But um, the, the playlist, I'm going to be adding the, the, the songs that are on Spotify that are included in these episodes to is going to be called The Bed List. Um, and it's on my uh, Spotify profile. But I will, um, if I remember to, I will link that in the show notes for this. But if not, I will definitely do it once I'm back to the regular recording space, the regular studio, and I'm not, um, you know, in the, the Pod on Wheels uh, mobile studio adventure that we're currently partaking on. So I think that's going to do it for this episode, Bedcast number 14. This one was about mistakes. I mentioned, you know, transcendental meditation a little bit. Um talked a teensy bit about yoga or the fact that I have been practicing yoga for a few months now on and off. Um, you know, it's something that, um, helps you in the long run and can definitely show you, uh, you know, long-term benefits if you are able to keep up with it. But if you're not, then that's okay too. It's something that I think, um, I think the video I saw said that for transcendental meditation, you only need five to 10 minutes a day, you know? So even if it's something you do right after you get up out of bed or right before you go to bed every day to, you know, kind of flex that muscle in your mind, then you should see results probably in a few days or weeks or, you know, at most months maybe. But after years of doing that, I would imagine you would see immense results. But yeah. Um, mistakes are something that we can learn from and we should learn from, and they're not necessarily always something to sit and feel bad about, even though they can cause us to fall back into that negative thought patterns or that negative thought cycle or pattern. And, um, I think that if we are able to, you know, separate ourselves from our momentary emotions and look back on them objectively, then we are able to take these lessons from our mistakes and then can grow from them in a beneficial way. Um, yeah, without further ado, or further to do, uh, I love you all. Shine on, you crazy diamonds. Go forth, be excellent, spread your excellence to those around you, those you come into contact with, those you interact with. And most importantly, be the change you want to see in the world. And, you know, try not to bring any more unnecessary negativity into the world if you can avoid it. Sometimes we can't avoid it, and maybe that's the mistake you're ruminating about. Maybe something negative happened, you caused some negativity. Who knows? Who cares? It's in the past, and... 
you know, we, we can look at the past all we want because it can sometimes predict the future, but not always. The future isn't set in stone because it's not here yet. We live in the present, and the present is really what affects our future. The past is only a record of what we've done up until this point. The past is not necessarily who we are because we can learn and grow and change from our experiences and our mistakes. So, with that being said, before I go on another tangent about all of that and time and everything else that's on my mind, uh, I think I'm going to leave you guys and gals and others and uh, bid you a fair day, a good evening, a good morning, whenever you're listening to this, a good tomorrow, a good next week. If you want to come back to this in a month, a week, a year, two years, who knows, I bid you good, good feelings, good thoughts, good emotions, good positive energy, and until next time, I really thought I had to cough or sneeze there, sorry. Um, yeah, episode 15, I think it's going to be another something, 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 episode 4 or 5, I'm not sure. Uh, I think I'm going to do an upcoming series about ADHD, so be on the lookout for that. I can talk about other conditions as well, I've already talked about depression and anxiety, both of which can co-occur with ADHD, but may or may not be the source of these symptoms. So, go forth, be excellent, spread your excellence, be the change you want to see in the world. I'm repeating myself, I love you all. Have a terrific day, night, morning, afternoon, whatever you want. Uh, outro song followed by Mr. Hicks with his wonderful wonderful proclamation about the universe and energy as we know it. Uh, until next time, bye. See ya. Have a good one. With the wonderful power of editing, here I am again. Uh, this is going to be the outro. I'm not really sure if I did a full send-off in the original audio because it's been, you know, a little while since I recorded it. Um, but either way, um, you know, I'm going to insert my normal plugs here. Um, I'll wait to do the full reveal of everything for the next uh, episode of Something Something, which I'm going to record here uh Probably around the same time I'm, re I'm recording this and then put it out hopefully uh, not too long after this episode. But um, yeah, so with that said, uh, this episode was a lot about, um, you know, self-reflection and... Um, trying not to get too too caught up in our own internal processing of things and uh things like that you know because the more we think about things that bother us the more um we are bothered by them you know and the more it brings us down um yeah i mean it's pretty pretty self-explanatory i think but you know some people don't um some people aren't able to 
grasp how how powerful you know their own negative thoughts and emotions are but you know go back listen to the uh, episode um hopefully i said some pretty pretty you know um i don't want to say insightful but hopefully some helpful uh, information and hopefully it'll make you think maybe the next time you're in one of those cycles of... I remember randomly now the word I kept using was rumination where you uh, stop and think and really stay in that headspace. So hopefully, you know, it hum- helps somebody out there the next time they're um, in that uh, rumination cycle and uh, thinking about their mistakes or what have you. But... um. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get into the outro song here. Um, It is actually going to be Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. A few, probably closer to a year ago now, maybe. I'm not sure how long. Because uh, it's been a little while. But um, this song blew up on TikTok because of my, my dude. Uh, man, I cannot remember his name. Mad Dog 420? I cannot remember. Uh, the the Hispanic guy who was riding his skateboard, listening to this song, drinking some ocean spray cranberry juice on his way to work. And, you know, shout out to ocean spray. I'm pretty sure they bought my, my man, a car or a truck or something. And just, you know, my, I have so much respect for them as a company now and as a brand, you know, I'm not into cranberries or cranberry juice, but, um, aside from that, you know, I'm uh, I'm pretty happy that that all happened for him. So, um, yeah, go ahead, listen to Fleetwood Mac. I will talk a little more after that, but without further ado, Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham, the rest of the gang are all at it. Let's get to it.
All right. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just get uh, good vibes from that song, and I think that's why, you know, he he chose that song for the uh, for the TikTok that he recorded. But, um, yeah. So that's gonna do it for this episode, episode fourteen of the Bedcast. Uh, wow, mistakes. I was gonna say I really couldn't have forgotten the name of it already again. Um. But yeah, so let me know uh, if you guys have any feedback, if you guys, you know, want to reach out. Um, I'm going to talk more about it in the next episode, which will be a uh, an episode of something, something. But we've now got an official email. Uh, so if you want to email me without using the super long and complicated Gmail address, it's just uh, Darth, D-A-R-T-H, at stsbedcast.com and I'll I'll go ahead and put that all all the contact information the new website address and everything in the show notes um but because of all the uh the post production I've had to do for this episode this is going to be an audio only episode so the the people who you know like to uh listen to this on YouTube or watch the uh the picture um, they're gonna have to miss out on this one, but, you know, go over to anchor.fm forward slash Darth hyphen Niemand, Niemand, and, um, you can find out all the, uh, all the different places that I host this. Um, and, you know, I, I guess most of you guys don't even listen on the top couple that Anchor, uh, lists, it just says other. So if, if anybody wants to reach out and tell me where you're listening to this, uh, that would also, you know, greatly help. Um, so yeah, with all that said, um, go forth, be excellent, spread your excellence and be the change that you want to see in the world. Shine on you crazy diamonds. I love you all. Have a beautiful day or night or afternoon whenever you decide to listen to this. Until next time, see ya. Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we're the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather.